0: You are listening to the Bold Girls Club podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Tristan. I'm Alicia. And we are here to teach you how to feel worthy, wealthy, and wild. We're here to slash the
1: stigma and shame around wanting more for your life. You can finally believe you're worthy of the wealth you
0: desire by fully knowing your dreams are placed in your heart for a reason. It is time to be unapologetic about the life you want to create. So, welcome to the club, the, the Bold, Bold Girls club. club. It don't matter. Okay, well, let's just, we're starting. We're live. You, it don't matter to me. Oh, are you singing to me? <laughs> are you serenading me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mel enjoyed
1: that. Mel enjoyed that. She came running.
0: Oh. She wants to make her appearance across the screen. Here she comes. <laughs> no it was, was
1: Mela, not Bella. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> She'll be here. trust me she'll she'll come around the corner. yep. she needs to make her fabulous like butt tail appearance across the screen.
1: but <laughs> uh-huh. she likes to she i mean I'm done with my salad now, but if there's any sort of chicken in my salad, she will jump up on the counter and steal it and run off she's <laughs> she's
0: savage. that's like that. Yeah, they're savages. Does she get into savages. shit? Does she tear open bags and chips and like bread and stuff? That's what no. my friend's cat does. But it's I figured that stuff so, out. So yeah, smart.
1: But yeah, I'm smart. But she likes to crawl into empty plastic bags or
0: boxes. <laughs> yeah. So the behavior of cats will always just befuddle <laughs> me. But to- they're aliens. They are the little furry aliens covered in billions of billions of hair follicles. That then they just disperse all over our clothes and our couches and our. Anyway, I feel like we're going down a cat spiral rabbit hole. So let's reel our back. We're rambling. Let's reel it. <laughs> I think we're actually going to get. I don't want to say emo, but we're going to go and talk a little bit about maybe the shadow aspects. Mm-hmm. it's gonna be us. a very real and authentic episode <laughs> we you know what's funny is that each episode that we do each week <laughs> just keeps getting more real and more real and more mm-hmm. like let's talk about all the things that nobody talks about in the coaching industry so yep this is a topic we've been talking about for at least a month I would say because you and I are both kind of on a hiatus with coaching and taking mm-hmm. on clients and selling we're taking a big step back because I think, I don't want to speak for you, but I definitely started to realize that I couldn't fucking hear myself think anymore. I couldn't differentiate my ideas from somebody else's, my downloads from noise that I had picked up, You know, being empathic and intuitive and all of these things. You pick up ideas and emotions and feelings from other people. And it just Mm -hmm. got to the point where I don't think I could have created something that was authentically me through and through if I hadn't taken a step back and given yeah. myself space and gotten the fuck off social media and stopped taking clients and stopped selling and just get quiet and listen. Yep. Yep.
1: And for me, honestly, it felt like I had truly lost myself in my business. I didn't know who I was or what I wanted anymore outside of it because I had built my entire identity around being a leader and a coach and an entrepreneur. And it got to the point where like the relationship between me and my business was toxic, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. It's like a toxic relationship with a partner and it got so toxic because I was putting so much pressure on myself and so much, so much expectation to make certain things happen within a certain timeline and or hit a certain goal, say in a launch And when I didn't meet my own expectations, I would just get pissed off and burn it down, Mm -hmm. burn the offer down um, or burn like an aspect of the business down. And what I ended up doing was being in like this constant cycle of creation and burning and creation and burning. Mm -hmm. And. If you don't hit them, if you don't hit these goals, right, you labor yourself or the offer a failure, right? You're like, oh my God, this keeps flopping. Like, I don't understand it. What's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? And you have all these questions coming at you. And what happens is you just burn out. You burn the fuck out because when you put all this pressure on yourself, everything you're doing, whether you're creating, whether you're launching, whether you're, Selling where you're coaching, it's all coming from a place of resistance, right? It's not coming from your actual heart. Mm-hmm. and some people can operate that way, and if you can, rock the fuck on, go on with your bad self, but unfortunately, I can't <laughs> I can't and honestly, for me, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but it just it wasn't fun anymore, and so. I decided back when the collective energy was starting to get a little bit heavy because I'm very much an empath and um, I was feeling all this collective intensity. I'm like, I am putting all this pressure on myself. I don't have space to take on all these clients. And I was still, I was in a launch for a high level mastermind. And I was like, oh, it dawned on me. I'm like, I literally don't have the energetic space to take people on. No wonder I'm sabotaging this launch. No wonder I'm showing up half-assed because I don't have the energetic space to hold space for people. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to give myself the permission to take the rest of the year off and to come back the end of December, the end of January with a full cup and just let whatever needs to come through, come through. Let um, ideas – where I want to take my business, where I want it to go. Because remember, like your brand always gets to evolve and grow with you. It doesn't need to look the same as it did six months ago, three months ago, a week ago, Mm -hmm. right? And the other thing that dawned on me is that not everyone is meant to be a coach. And it looks like an easy way to jump into entrepreneurship because when you scroll online, everyone you see is either a health coach, a business coach, some sort of coach, right? And you're like, oh, this is the entryway. This is the gateway to entrepreneurship. I just have to jump in here and it's easy, right? And it's far from easy. And I'm not saying that to discourage anyone who is thinking about a coach or is in the beginning of their journey. Like hardship is inevitable. It's just what you decide to do with it, right? It's to show you that this road for entrepreneurship is super fucking rewarding And it's also hard in the sense that it requires so much inner work. It requires facing your shadow. It requires facing your fears and getting radically honest with yourself about what you're here to do, what you're here to create and making sure that you're not creating something just because your old business coach told you that's the way it should be created,
0: right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just said so much. And the the no, but it's all so true. And I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep, like just fucking preach, sister, because you you're literally taking the words out of my mouth. And the last thing that you just mentioned, where it's like shaming yourself for listening to your own needs is so problematic because not everybody is meant to be on stage, front and center, in everybody's face, all of the time. Some people thrive with that type of like consistency and creation process and showing up and being engaging in comments and having a ton of conversations and DMs. But not everybody thrives that way. For some people, that can be energetically exhausting and draining. And the shadow aspect comes in. To like alert you to not letting yourself feel like you are the problem for that not working for you. Because the coaching industry has a very specific model of what it looks like to be successful, right? Consistency with your content, showing up and providing constant value on your stories, showing up and letting people see who you are. Having conversations in DMs, responding on comments, engaging with other people's content. That is a full time job in and of itself. <laughs> and on top of that, you're creating your own programs, your own products, whatever that it is that you're selling. You're coaching clients, whether it's one on one or in groups. That is a lot of energy output. And for people that are maybe not necessarily the energetic doers, right? That will drain you. And with that draining, like you lose your life force energy, you lose your creativity, you lose your connection to your authentic voice. And so it's like the key is to and it took me being almost burnt out completely to to realize, oh, this model is just isn't working for me. This model of constantly being social (laughs) is not working for me, right? And I've in the past, Made myself feel like I'm doing something wrong because I'm tired and burnt out from following the model that is supposed to work for online coaches. And Mm -hmm. it's just the farthest thing from the truth. And so it's really an opportunity to take that step back and be like, this model isn't working for me. Am I going to make myself feel like shit for it? Or am I going to figure out what does work for me? What feels authentic for me? Is it coaching? Is it some other sort of online business model? Like, what feels good for me? And letting Mm -hmm. that arise and letting that be okay and not making it mean that you have failed as an entrepreneur just because maybe coaching is not the thing, right? Yeah. And there's that expectation that, oh, if you're not
1: making 10K months, then you're a failure. Mm
0: -hmm. You know what I mean?
1: And you see all these people who are overnight success stories. Mm -hmm. And at at the two-year mark in your business, you're frustrated because you're like, well, what the fuck? I'm not there yet. What am I doing wrong? is this not for me? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's the difference between working through the shadow and realizing it's a long game and that you have to keep going, that it'll keep building and that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And at the same time, listening to what's actually going on in your heart and being like, wow, is this actually for me? Am I doing this for all the right reasons? And I love what you said. Um, We were talking earlier before we started recording about The fact that like not everyone's meant to be a coach some people are meant to be creators some people are meant to be in multiple forms of entrepreneurship Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) the princess has arrived Bella is walking across the screen as we speak and she has passed (laughs) the jungle cat I'm just going to narrate her her pageantry walk across the screen (laughs) very very, she's got the pageant walk she knows here she goes I
1: recently moved in all of our palm trees from outside because it's starting to get really cold at night. And so I literally have six palm trees in my office, so she probably thinks she's in the jungle. (laughs) She's
0: like, I am thriving. She's like, my best line. Yeah. But I think the invitation here is to literally in the most, I mean, extreme way possible, stop comparing yourself to other people even if they are your friends, even if they are people that you've known for a long time, that are coaches, that are online service providers, that are entrepreneurs, that are educators, whatever it is that they're doing, you have to just follow your own path. And that gets really, really convoluted when you're constantly scrolling and when you're always worried about being front and center and when you're always worried about putting out valuable content and not to say that you shouldn't do those things if they light you up and you love it. Right? Because that's what alignment feels like. It's like alignment isn't always going to feel rosy and sunshine. There's going to be challenge, right? But is it an internal yes, I want to do this, therefore I have to? Or is it I think I have to do this to make this business work? So I'm going to push through and keep going, even though everything is blaring and screaming at me to pay attention and stop and listen.
1: Yeah. And coaching isn't the only way to be an entrepreneur. So it's playing in other things and exploring other things to see if maybe, you know, your magic is meant to be elsewhere, mm-hmm. you know, but we're taught, especially, I mean, at least I know you can agree that with business being under the the veil of like a business. Um, coaching program and seeing like, okay, you, if you want to hit these goals, just reverse engineer. And this is what you need to launch every month. And this is, you know, the pillars you need to have, and this is the structure you need to have. And all I ended up doing was launching something every other month. And I was exhausted, Mm -hmm. like creating and launching, creating and launching,
0: creating and launching. (sighs) It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it is a lot. And it's, it's that, it's beautiful, but it's also so scary and damaging to lose yourself in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's that, it's. I really do think that it's just having way too much stimulation and opportunity from, for comparison. Like if you think about it, even if you're engaging with people on a daily basis in the real world, not online, not on social, but like face-to-face, obvi, not right now, with drones like Ron's put a big <laughs> stop. To the, Rona. the Rona, the Corona, but you're not engaging with hundreds and thousands, potentially thousands of people every day as you are on your social media, right? So like your physical body, your nervous system, what you can handle emotionally. And if you're throw on being an empath, you can still pick up energy from social media. And you know, what's funny is that Alicia's always like 10 steps ahead of me when it comes to collective energy. She's like, Yo, the collective energy today is fucking nuts. It's wild. <laughs> Bunker down. Stay inside. And I'm like, I'm fine. I don't feel anything. Right? But then it hits Love me your 10 tunnel days vision. later. <laughs> it hit me 10 days later. But the reason is because I don't spend a fuck ton of time on social media because of that because I am empathic and I do pick up collective energy from social media. I'm not out in the world a ton, even before Corona. I'm not the most social of people, like as shocking as that might sound, more of an introvert, right? Like, mm-hmm. like to be, um, I'm very much an introvert. And I well, think that's yeah. what
1: probably surprise our audiences that we're probably. both very introverted, <laughs> but I think there's a difference between being an introvert and just being mindful and intent, like very intentional with our energy too. Mm-hmm. And I've, I, as this year has, progressed I've just been even more intentional with my energy and where it's going and um who's in my space and who's in my field and like honestly even the grocery stores are freaking me out right now because I am so empathic that like I it I literally try to stay away from people and it's not because I'm afraid of a virus it's because I don't want to pick up someone else's fear who's next to me who's freaking out Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like there are days I go in there and it feels hostile. And I'm
0: like, mm-hmm. uh,
1: this is why we have Instacart and Prime now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what's interesting is like the same comparisons and I guess you could call them insecurities I had around social media. I had in real life too. It's just taken me time, more time to let that fall away with social media because I hold my business to such a high esteem. And this kind of circles back to losing yourself in your business. Like I felt bad. I felt more bad about being less engaged on social media than I did about being engaged in my real life. So like I very much prefer to be in my own energy until I feel that need to go out and be in other people's energy. But it's rare. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's rare. And it's interesting that because I – put so much pressure on my business to be the thing that brought fulfillment and joy and satisfaction and purpose yep. and all of these things into my life that I felt, I felt more bad about what I wasn't doing in terms of social engagement with my business than I did about real life, social engagement with like family and friends. How fucked is that?
1: Right. It's true though. It's such a paradox. And I think we all feel the same way. Like we all know and we're just not feeling it and we don't want to go out, but we'll sit on social you know what I mean? It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. So just valuing our energy a little bit more, but it's so it's, it's interesting because my boyfriend is such a social butterfly he can, you know, he can have conversations and talk to anyone at any time and be anywhere mm-hmm. and just be bubbly and happy. And he's all about it. He's so extroverted. Right. And then there's me and we'll be out at a bar sometimes. And I'm like, he's like, why are you quiet? He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't feel like being social today. <laughs> I'm the
0: same way. Yeah. yeah. When I we can, could go to bars, but that's another story. Right. The Rones. The Rones. I the Rones. can be, I'd say I'm like a bubbly introvert, like very self-expressed, right? But mm-hmm. self-expressed doesn't necessarily mean extroversion, right? Right. So it's just being authentic with yourself rather than trying to like meet as many people as possible. That sounds fucking exhausting to me. If I need to do that, I can. I have that skill set and I know how. Does it charge me? No, it drains me. Being alone fills me up. So like I'm curious to see what being on social media more and what taking this break is going to do for like my actual social life if I'm gonna to want to engage more with my family and friends because I'm gonna have more organic energy to do that because I'm not spilling it all into business engagement. I'm just really yeah. curious about that.
1: Yeah. This is something I've been playing with and this is a good tip for anyone that's been feeling kind of burnt out by social. So for me, I either do like twenty like twenty minutes in the morning or 20 minutes in the afternoon. Like I'll go, I'll post content in real time but I'm not scrolling. I'm not I'm not answering DMs. I'm not um, replying to comments or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I'll set aside either certain times or I'll just have one big power hour mm-hmm. where I'm on there for an hour. I get done what I need to get done for my business and I jump off and that's mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's smart. Those are really good boundaries and that's like a perfect segue into like, First and foremost, you have to feel good. You have to feel good if you are going to be of service and if you're going to make any sort of an impact, that doesn't necessarily mean coaching, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're going to share your your skill set and your magic, you have to feel good. So if you don't feel good, and one of the things that is draining you is the way that you're currently relating to social media and DMs and comments and posting and writing and all of the things. That needs to be looked at. And like, I think the whole purpose of this episode is just like, we both have come to a point where it's like, it's not working. What we're doing Mm -hmm. to some extent, it's not working. That doesn't mean we don't love the relationships that we've built. It doesn't mean that we don't love sharing our expertise and our skill set. That doesn't mean any of that. It's just what it's doing for us. It's not necessarily an equal balance. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's something we preach about all the time. So this is literally us taking our own medicine and listening to our own advice and being like, all right, this shit's not working. Time to pull the fucking brakes, pump that e-brake and take a step back. And that's what we're doing. And it's just more an invitation to anybody that's feeling the same way to consider reevaluating your relationship with what you're doing. Maybe some things need to change.
1: And there's a big difference too, between quitting, giving up, throwing in the towel And taking a step back and just reevaluating where you're going and what you're doing and how is this affecting your actual life? Because Mm -hmm. that's important too, just not how you appear on social media, like your actual physical life Mm -hmm. and just kind of evaluating that and seeing like, where do I need to maybe detour a little bit? Where do I need to swerve? Where am I being, being called? Do I actually want to coach people? And for me, realization that I'm coming to is yeah I want to help people but my current business model isn't working so maybe some things need to shift a little bit Mm -hmm. and maybe we do quarterly launches instead of trying to launch something every month you know in a way that protects my energy Mm -hmm. and that I can show up fully to my capacity without having to put the pressure on myself to put something out or on days when I'm an anxiety because I'm an empath and the world's freaking me the fuck out. Mm -hmm. If I have to worry about showing up powerfully for a client, you know what I mean? It's just being able to evaluate what works best for you. And there is no cookie cutter way to do this. There is no one size fits all. If there was, everyone would do it and everyone would be fucking
0: rich. Right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And my big step back this opportunity is me realigning with the fact that my business is not my life. And I refuse to let it be my life one more day moving forward because what Mm -hmm. losing myself looked like is that I had no other interests, no other energy for passions, no energy for relationships that I care about deeply, people that I love and cherish. I had no energy for my relationship, for myself. I wasn't feeling good physically. And it's because literally every ounce of anything that I had was going into my business. And that is so out of alignment and out of integrity with what I actually value. And what I actually value are deep and meaningful and like life-changing life experiences. Like travel, spending really good quality time with people, having incredible conversations that like expand your awareness and open your heart and like those types of experiences. That's what I want my life to be around. I'm a fucking Sagittarius North node. So it's all about freedom and travel and adventure for me, right? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's it though. Like seeing the world, Aviv, not right now. Like, damn you, Rona. But when this all said and done, like, that's what I want my life to be about. My life is not going to be about coaching. It's not going to be about my business. And that's what it looked like for me to lose myself. It's like, I was my business, my business was me.
1: Yeah, I can relate to that so much because I was just, everything I did all day long was business, business, business. And even if I was out at a social gathering, all I was thinking about was my business and do I have this content and should I be engaging right now and not just being able to be fully present in the moment. So I'm really looking forward to like this little break and just letting to see what comes through. And I know Tristan and I really want to travel. Isn't it funny? We all thought we were going to travel in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> say Swear a prayer like, for sit
0: down bitch backseat <laughs>
1: okay say a prayer for um all the destinations we thought we were going to be at this year guys but, um, we had okay. like a
0: retreat we were like Mexico we were going to do all the things and Rona's like hi hey. <laughs> you little <old> bastard
1: god <laughs> I mean we could still go to Mexico but with the country the way it is right now. I don't know if we'd be allowed back in. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, okay, fine. <laughs> we'll go live on the beach. Mm, sucks for mm. us. Go live on the yeah. beach.
1: But we're just excited to see what comes through for us and what direction our businesses are going to go. And we know that our brands
0: get to evolve and grow with us and mm-hmm. it's exciting. Mm-hmm. And this is like one of the biggest moments I think of, Welcome, surrender that I've ever had because I've had many moments in my life where I've forcibly had to surrender to something that wasn't working, whether it was like illness or like a job that was driving me fucking crazy or a relationship that was unhealthy. But with this, and I'm not going to say there wasn't resistance to taking a break. Like my fiance, Kyle, he's like, Why don't you just take a couple months off? We're both fine. Things are going to be fine. The world's not going to crumble. Like, you need to focus on you and figure out where you want to go right and so it's like if your body this is for anybody listening if your body if your soul if your whatever is screaming out to you to take that step back and to stop producing and stop creating and stop holding space for other people and there's resistance around that i see you i totally fucking get you and usually the thing we need most is a thing that we're the most resistant to right mm-hmm. so there's so much available to you So much innovation, ingenuity, and creativity on the other side of just completely unplugging. You get to decide for how long that is based on what you need. But Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 recommend. (laughs) Highly recommend. It feels feels really good. I'm not Mm going to lie. When I told Eddie I was taking
1: a break and he was like, I think that's a really good idea. I was like... (laughs)
0: Okay. <laughs> when the people in your life are like, I think that's best. <laughs> you're yeah. You're kind of like, okay. Okay. <laughs> probably onto something. Okay. Uh, but yeah,
1: it literally feels so good. It's such a relief just to have that weight off your shoulders and giving yourself permission
0: to explore other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's all we got for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a vulnerable conversation. This is what's going on in our lives, and I think it's really cool that we've built this brand to be something that is, like, so authentic and so organic, mixed with, like, a lot of fucking value and expertise. So I'm just glad that you guys got to see behind the veil and what's going on with Alicia and Tristan and <laughs> the yeah. Bold Girls Club. No one, no one talks about this, though. No, literally nobody does. No one. So. Hopefully this was a conversation you guys haven't heard before. And if you loved it, share it, put it on your socials. share it with your friends, share it with somebody, you know what, share it with somebody that is, you can tell is maybe a little drained, maybe a little dull, maybe a little burnt out, share this with them so that they at least know that they're not alone. And so that they at least know that like, hey, it's okay to take breaks. And we're going to tell you first and foremost. And in the meantime, I'm going to go watch some Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) Love you, ladies. Love you, babes.
1: What's up, queen? We did a thing. We know you guys have been dying for some sassy ass merch. And guess what? We came through for you
0: babes. If you absolutely loved this episode, go ahead and share this episode on your socials and tag us on Instagram or Facebook at The Bold Girls Club. To enter a monthly giveaway for a Bold Girls Club pop socket. And guess what it says? The fan favorite. I am the special occasion. Because you know,
1: we like to remind you how badass you truly are. Can't wait to see you on the interweb.